Attention, here we embark on a colorful exploration of mental health conversations. Expect deep discussions, humor, sarcasm, and a bit of cussing because, hey, that's just how we roll. Let's just set the record straight. The views expressed here are our own and might not represent the entire podcast beliefs or our guests. Our aim? To enlighten through humor. But hey, take it easy. Don't sweat the small stuff. Legal issues? No, thank you. We prefer to keep this space lawsuit-free. So gear up, enjoy yourselves, and join us in navigating the colorful world of mental health on the Different Spectrums podcast. Bye. Thank you. Hey, everybody. We back again. We back. We back. All right. I'm Spencer, your co-host. And, of course, we have your your little licensed clinical therapist, Nas. Dr. Blue Beetle Nas. Is that your new nickname? Yep. Just for the show or forever? They, they come. Why are you giving the black right sign? It's the blue rights. <laughs> it's the blue man group. <laughs> We support you, officers. All right. Oh, no. (laughs) Twist. Pivot. (laughs) This is the Different Spectrums podcast, where we talk about movie shows and the mental health aspects that surround them. We also like to have some laughs, so don't take us too seriously. Or do. That's up to you. So, also, don't forget to run up those likes for us. We'd really appreciate it. So, today, obviously, you can tell. Blue Beetle, gonna be talking about it. DC, Mexicans, bugs. Mm-hmm. How are they similar? I don't know. We'll find out on the next episode of Dragon Ball Z. Uh... <laughs> this motherfucker said Mexicans and bugs. <laughs> what the fuck? We need a fumigator. Jesus. Don't get me started on those jokes. Oh, okay. you got roaches. So... <laughs> All right, so uh, some topics that we're going to be covering today. Destiny. We're going to talk about Familia. Yes, <laughs> an Italian gesture, but okay, <laughs> it's fine. Uh, finding yourself. And then also we're going to be talking about DC and how, how fucking dumb they are. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to James Gunn. He hey, has a plan. He, knows shut, what's happening. he has a plan. Yeah. As long was... as all the people that he's had and his shows are there, he's good. Yep. Hey, you know, his plan was George Lopez. Oh, God. All right. Well, all right. So before we get into it, Nas, anything? You know, damn, I had some jokes and I lost it. There they go. There you, there, 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 that explains the movie. It's forgettable. But all, all jokes aside, but we're going to get into some jokes for sure. Um, there's some pretty good scenes with the pop, uh, and some pretty good metaphorical things that you can use or just life lessons you can use about, you know, we've been through harder and a lot of folks of color, a lot, a lot of poor, uh, Latin, uh, Latin folks, Chicanos been through a lot of shit and doesn't mean that it's good, but you know that you can get through many things. Why? Because life was very hard. So as you go through these college degrees, folks, Right, you're going moving up the chains when shit gets difficult. Know that you've been through a fuck ton and your answers. So I can't wait to talk about that. Um, and you know, we're gonna talk about, you know, Mexicans, brown folk, and we finally get some superheroes, and you know, Black Panther, we the villain. So, you know, we finally get one, we the villain, and then and then and then we get our ass kicked. So yeah, that's that. And then and now we got now we're a beetle. Yeah, y'all not really uh, not doing well right now. We not we not doing well. We not you know, I guess I don't know. You got the chicken, uh, uh, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, America Chavez. Oh, oh yeah, no, I, that's supposed to be like really really good. Yeah, we'll see. There you go. We'll see. It'll probably be uh, probably be terrible, but no, I hope the guy that's the good. Movie? The movie, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll see. The, yeah. So supposedly the comics are fucking awesome, and it's like an icon for a lot of folks. I didn't even know who they were until like two years ago. Um, <laughs> but yeah, let's let's get into the movie. Let's talk about some stuff. I'm gonna try to talk about some stuff. Boop boop. Boop boop. Eat a power. 
Beetlejuice. Say it two more times. He'll pop up. <laughs> hey, Ma. <laughs> back, are we? <laughs> yeah. Hey, everyone. I'm here to talk about our new collaborator, Toink Toys. They have a wide selection of, you guessed it, toys and other great collectibles. They have products from Marvel, Star Wars, Harry Potter, and everything pop culture. You could say they put the toy in Toink. So go check them out at toink.com and use our code Different Spectrums Podcast to get 10% off your entire order today. He can't die before the transfer is completed. His pulse is dropping. We'll just fix it.
just complete code is ours. It's working. Stand now. 
love that I have for my family, that's what makes me strong. Yes, that. If you're like any of our followers and you said yes, you should check out our collaboration with Pinfinity. They have Power Rangers pins, Transformers pins, and for all of our bronies out there, My Little Pony pins. Go check out our link tree or use our code DSP to get 20% off your Pinfinity order today. We back again. We back and we live. Just like you dirty motherfuckers and your roaches. Why are you going out of fucking viewers like that? I don't, I don't know, man. It's a beetle. Like, of all things, they gave us a beetle. I don't even get a shield. To be fair, so, it did have a cool sword at the end. I think it was an anime sword. Wow, so a finally, cool sword. Hey, he finally got a sword, and then it's a Japanese anime sword. I'm just saying, you know, Mexicans <laughs> not got swords. Look, when he was just having this deep conversation with the bad guy, all I could see was those stupid ass I'm not gonna legs lie. just hanging there over his head. He's like, we gotta, you know, we gotta be together on this and just dangling. <laughs> I so kept thinking dumb. of the tick man or the tick or whatever. Yeah, it's just so, like, put them away for like five minutes. <laughs> Keep it in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> Rather have him there than just hanging over his head after he's trying to have like a just meaningful dangling. conversation. Papa. Come on, man. You gotta do this. Shut the fuck up. All right. It reminds me of those little those little alien looking dudes from Men in Black that would like their eyes would be the worms. Yeah, man. The worms. All right. So so how do you explain FYI folks? We always explain it wrong now for fun. How do you explain this movie, Spence? Preach to us. Well, we got Mexicans and we got uh, Beatles. (laughs) <laughs> and Anything? the blue <laughs> that's about it hey, really I mean, you know they got superpowers what what's a superpower it's not even a superpower it's a suit it's a suit it's a suit that's actually a- AI it's alive oh. <laughs> I've it never seen that with Iron Man bro and that was funnier but that you know that's Iron Man. That's a that's his. I can that's a, help you. Uh. 
no, no, no. Wow, Iron Man suit is that's different. That's 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 the oppression suit. And the AI like gave up halfway through the battle. It's just like I cannot help you anymore. My bad. And it was literally about to let him die. <laughs> let him die. I like how it's a suit that's like throughout the heritage uh, yeah. of our people, but yet the AI is like white as hell. <laughs> mean speak of Spanish. Can't yeah. do that girl, why are your AI suit named Becky? <laughs> no. Why is the AI not know Spanish? I thought we know hey, all the language. Accent, like, you know, something. How 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 did our suit get appropriated in its F decan? God, in the worst fucking acting I've seen. Just one helicopter scene. And I was just like, this was shit. <laughs> hey. Hey, that's my people. We're a family. Why are you oh, you can talk about her because I don't think she's Mexican. She's she's white. She's she was she's very white. Even the yeah. even the chick who she was pointing the gun at was terrible. Bad. I know it's she bad. Really she's gorgeous bad. though. She's gorgeous. She's like gorgeous. She looked like the dude. What are you talking about? Hey, <laughs> looked like they were brother and sister. I was like, hey. oh, hey, I know. I know. You know. You know. I like me a good a good masculine looking woman though. <laughs> I love a good chin. <laughs> I look. A- Jim? Chin, you idiot. Oh, Jim. I thought she said, I love us, Jim. Hey. Like the Lions coach, Jim Bob Cooter. It's his actual name. <laughs> Terrifying. But uh, she reminds me of like the actress that was in uh, Transformers. What was that? Megan, Megan Fox? And Fox? Yeah, just, you know, good looking. You know, can't talk though. <laughs> Terrible talking. Hey, you know what? He knows about family. Hey, we believe in family here. Job? We... <laughs> hey, they had to throw us a bone, right? We're like 90% of the workforce, you know, you know, it's like they had to give us something. Let's be honest though. At least <laughs> sorry, but like Megan Fox, she didn't get that many lines in Transformers. She got like a couple, you yeah. know. Even she landed some pretty good lines in the movie. Might have, but she was. Well, no one listening. <laughs> it's fine. Um, okay, <laughs> this is actually the story about how white person pits two Mexicans against one another. It's literally, it's literally hey, it. That's actually a pretty good description. Hey, I know it is. Yeah. As soon as I saw the white woman, and then it's like, ah, they're making you, you know the two brown people fight against one another. That's what we do. Tales old as time. Tale as old as time is let's let's pit the poor people, the traumatized poor people against each other while I go make money off their backs. One's a rebel child rebel soldier, and just you know, the other one's you know, a nerd. Jesus. Yeah, the other one, he's just a poor kid. Yeah. Yeah, he's just broke. Yeah. Um but yeah, so that's blue beetle. That's <laughs> blue beetle, folks. Uh. <laughs> Um, I've never seen a movie, so I don't know what happens. He's never um, seen it. He doesn't support our people. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. When when you make content like this, I mean, it's it's hard not to, man. He sees all the other DC stuff. He's like, Mexicans? I don't know. (laughs) You know, yeah. (laughs) You know, he sees a little white girl in in a. Yeah, he sees a little white girl in Transformers. You know, Smash's like, this is awesome. Bumblebee. (laughs) I mean, hey, let me tell you. Yes. Robots, white women. That's all I need. <laughs> Jesus. Spencer's like Spider-Man. Hey, black dude chasing a white girl. He's all in. You know, one Mexican hey. and one beetle can't do it. Hey, you know what? <laughs> one beetle. <laughs> one beetle. <laughs> I love also that they put in a fucking they just it's it's all corny lines, man. It's They're bad. like, one must rule them all. <laughs> yeah, like, you trust you did the, you only saw the ending. That was the good stuff. Is this Highlander? Like, what the fuck is this? There must only be one. There must only be one. Uh, yeah. If you were to go back and see it, you'd be like, bruh. <laughs> the They're fact not that doing I almost a good job representing your people, bro. It's the fact that it. I almost gave up watching it, and I'm like, I can't That's do this. this is, I was like, this is for my people. Yeah. This I was fighting the resistance just you know, watching it. <laughs> You see, and that's the thing, though. It's like, even like, that's why I could really get with like all the Black Panther movies because they do representation in a very good way. Good acting. Yes, good acting. And then also, uh, they do a good job of making sure to create a culture of their own. Now, I know they're also, I know they're also doing this off of V2 and stuff like that. Um, But at some point, you know, 
it's just like we've seen this so many times of like the beginning stages of like oh i can't do this so i can't it's like it's all that like oh my family oh somebody dies and now i have to be the hero of the family and stuff like that we've Don't seen it. it so many times man it's just but that's dc ever someone's got to die in dc i know but even like with marvel and stuff we've seen it with spider-man and it's like canon you know, it is what it is canon they gotta yeah. die so let's you know what let's talk about since we're on the subject let's talk about dc for a minute okay well, and then we'll get into the scene, folks, because we yes. are going to actually do some like therapeutization. We're actually going to yes. get to some good stuff, but we want to have some fun. Talk about DC real quick. Yes. So, so before this movie came out, James Gunn went on Twitter and uh, talked about how he's redoing the whole DC universe, the DCU, into his image. His image Ooh. is Mexican. <laughs> We got him. We got him. <laughs> we got him. Hey, I know he's one of us. <laughs> so when they're taking but, people's jobs. <laughs> Donald Trump was right. Shit. Hey, should have built that wall faster. Oh. <laughs> I can say that. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah you can say it. Wow. But once you put out the fact, like, pretty much all of these characters that you've come to, like, love and stuff like that are going away. It's hard to sell. It's really yeah. hard to sell to people. I mean, we saw the flash that and that was that was what it was. Um in every other DC film that's coming out, like Aquaman, that's gonna do shitty. They said, um, damn. Yeah, that's gonna do shitty. Um they even had like tests for that and they were like, Yeah, this is terrible. Yeah. Um and so Blue, it Blue Beetle was better. Was it? I don't know. I guess we'll see. <laughs> um, but it, you know, it's hard to market something that is not going to that might not continue throughout, you know, the next coming years. Because why do I care? Why yep. do I care about something that's not gonna be back or characters that aren't gonna be back anymore? Um now they said that, you know, Blue Beetle was gonna be one of the main like was the start of the new DCU. Okay. It's not a great start, I guess. Um some people are going to say like, Hey, it is what it is. You know, it's the first film. Maybe the second one will be better if they make yep. one. Um, but I, like I said, I haven't seen the film, but from what I just saw in the clips, uh, not too impressed there. <laughs> just have George Lopez running around doing his thing. <laughs> he's actually the smart guy in this film. So he's like the tech. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> God help us. <laughs> For those of you who are Chicano, and uh, hopefully you're still Catholic, because we're going to need some prayer. <laughs> <laughs> need a lot of this. If um, George Lopez is the tech guy, we're screwed. Yeah. And you know, I love George Lopez. I love I him. do, too. I love him. Sometimes, dude, just yeah. doesn't know when to stop. He just no. doesn't know. Yeah. No one's telling him, like, hey, George, calm it down a little bit. We got it. Yep. We got it. We know you're Mexican. Just, we got it. <laughs> we got it. Um, uh yeah he's so mexican i love him i love he's him to death. So mexican. he's so mexican i mean jesus christ but yeah so, so the dc stuff we'll see what happens because yeah. they said you know aquaman was trash you know flash had its moments where some of it was to me actually quite wonderful with the batman stuff but other than that it was weird but i mean even i liked that, the batman I, stuff they're having a real problem with like cgi because uh, from what I saw from the clips and flash, like CGI looked. Some of it was weird. They said it was like some weird stuff that they were doing with Such the CGI. A fucking excuse. It's bullshit. Yeah, Even though see, we've yeah, seen, they... we've seen special effects with the flash and stuff be just fine. And now they're yep. like, yeah, it's just, you know, New it's just because they're so fast. Yep. What? So this is what happens when you got, you know, uh, you got, you got George Lopez. <laughs> Doing your special Go back to George Lopez. It's the only thing you got, man. Yeah. Well, I was going to say just Mexicans taking uh, probably autistic white people's jobs. So. Oh well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. This, this so, is what you get. So, uh, real quick, like, what what do you think of the film? How do you think of like representation when it came to like, you know, Mexicans and just even culture next? Um, yeah. 
many of the parts were actually pretty good. Um, there was okay. a lot of cultural heritage, uh, heritage in there. The Spanish was, was in there. That was wonderful. The deep family roots. And so it's a multi-generational household with, you know, grandparents, parents, children. Uh, there was a struggle being a first generation kid that was in there. So he actually goes to college. Like, I'm going to be awesome, man. I'm going to do all this stuff. Goes to college, comes back, can't get a job. Like he's literally cleaning houses. Um, with his sister and she's like haha i'm not even in debt and you wasted all that money mm-hmm. so the trials and tribulations in the life of living in poverty is not all hispanics not all latino latine folks but a large majority of us are living below these poverty line mm-hmm. and uh, you know the second generation americans meaning you know your parents immigrated in it's tough maybe lack of education or maybe their education didn't transfer over well Many of that was good. His family wasn't like super poor because they just didn't have skills. His dad owned a, a body shop, like an auto shop. Mm-hmm. But he's getting old. And, you know, you know, they ended up losing it and stuff like that. Very common. A lot of people lost their shops or stores during COVID. So that that's real. The acting was bad. Acting was bad. Mm-hmm. The representation of the struggle was pretty real. Mm-hmm. Um, George Lopez acting. Pretty trash. But the, his representation of like the buffoon uncle that's kind of drunk and weird. Yeah. Pretty spot on. Pretty but spot all I'm on. saying is, is that Black Panther made white people want to wear dashikis. That's all I'm saying. Oh, no, no. This is not going. No, this this is not that film for you. And I'm like, ah, yes. Yeah. No, this is Ponchos. not that film. They didn't go. It wasn't a lot of empowerment in that way. Um, yeah. That was more Marvel with uh, Homeboy. What was, what was Homeboy's name with the fucking wings on his feet? Oh, Namor. Um, Namor. So Namor. that, Namor. Namor. that wanted, that was like, holy crap. That, you know, you want to get a little Pegasus wings on your feet. Right. Yeah. I'm just saying, think about this, Spence, real quick. Humor me. Yeah. You more uh, scared of a fish or a beetle? What kind of fish? A <laughs> <Your> goldfish? <laughs> I might take a goldfish over a fucking dumbass beetle. Hey, if if I if if Nemo run up on you and then a beetle run up on you, I'm not gonna lie, a beetle, I'm running from a beetle. Look, if I saw a beetle and it had those stupid ass legs dangling from its head as it was talking to me, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here, dude. But you know it's got that chompers though. It's got that chomper. The chomper. <laughs> so the film. Uh as me and many other folks of color have talked about it. Kind of sus, uh, kind of disappointed in it, but it still had its moments. Uh, the the moments right. with the family, family first, is very, very centered in reality. Uh, family mm-hmm. first. And, you know, yeah. you, you see a lot of white folk, they're like, oh, I don't care. <laughs> Wait, family. That, yeah, that's not no Mexican household, brother. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Family is pushed really hard. Every every time they said family in here, all I could think of is, you know, Dominique Toretto. Damn. Dominique. Yeah. Dominic, you idiot. Dominique. <laughs> Not my girlfriend. Dominique, he, he Dominican. <laughs> well, Dominique Black. <laughs> Dominic. Amelia. I can't Amelia. spell either one, so it's fine. Uh, <laughs> I just spelled Domino's. That's it. <laughs> I I just spelled Dom. Hey, what up, Dom? Dom. Dom. What a big D. <laughs> I put it on you. No, stop it. Just stop it. Last two podcasts now. Jesus. Stop it. Okay. Let's get into the scenes. We're obviously oh, disappointed. Okay. Please be disappointed in DC. That's the thing. I think many people yeah. are disappointed in DC. Yes, just a little bit. Um, hell, I'm not gonna lie, I don't even watch the TV shows that they put out because that just looks they just look terrible. It's well on like CW and stuff. Yeah. So Flash Everyone was good loves for a couple Flash. seasons. Yep. Uh Arrow was good for a couple seasons. Okay. But they all turn into like as soon as the budget runs out, you can tell. Mm-hmm. Um and then I will say though, is that um Superman and Lois or Clark and Lois, that show, okay. everyone says they liked it. It was actually really good. So Okay. There I you haven't go, seen folks. it, but everyone says it's good. There you go. And yeah. not a Mexican in sight. So what does that tell you? They had a Mexican. No, wait, no, he wasn't Mexican. I thought in Flash wasn't Mexican. I don't think. Yeah, so white guy on brown face. <laughs> Jesus. 
<laughs> shout out yeah. to the flash that brown face shout hey, out shout out uh, all right let's get into don't even know why cosign man i don't know either <laughs> you're an idiot <laughs> i feel like when pat mcafee's like clap it up boys clap it up clap i guess it it's up. just a normal reaction clap it up we do not we do not sponsor have, what is, look look we, no appropriation. we got we got the beginning video it's fine they we're can't good. Sue us. everyone knows we're having fun monday pie yes monday pie monday pie monday okay um that was like 30 minutes of just talking trash that was awesome it is what it is so for everyone that fast forwarded <laughs> get to the real shit uh i'll explain the scene um okay go for it the uh patriarch of the family uh, the father uh, lost the auto body shop. He tries to protect his children when they're like swarming the house with like these FBI agents or whatever these agents are. They kill the father. Um, and, and the bad guy, technically the bad guy kills his father. Well, they're chasing the whole family. The father's old. He has a heart attack and then he dies. So I mean, they kill Jesus. the father because he's old. Sorry. Yeah. It's a whole thing. It's actually like super sad. Cause I'm like, Oh great. That's my dad just falling in like disabled <laughs> as hell. Yeah. It was, I'm traumatized from the movie. Anytime okay. there's like a brown dad, I'm like, damn it. God damn it, they got one. They got another one. <laughs> they, got, they got one. If he would have had a beard, I would have been done. <laughs> done. <laughs> um, so this moment is when he, they're hooking him up to this machine. I don't know how to explain it. You know, it's a, it's a circle. Hey, you know what? It's kind of like the um, the uh, the mechanisms in the Incredibles when they were held hostage. If y'all remember okay. that, okay, yeah. Like, yeah. So they hook him like into that. that. He's he's never really connected to the Blue Beetle, and they're like, "Hey, man, to to get the full powers of it, like you have to be like symbiotic, kind of like Venom as well. Got to be symbiotic." There's other metaphors out there too. Um, yeah. So when he goes into this like kind of like purgatory afterlife because he's kind of going unconscious, he sees his father. Uh, and throughout the show, the father's always saying, hey, we've been through a lot. You can do this. We've been through a lot. You can do this. You're strong. I've coached you up. Uh, you are Everything that you need is already inside of you. It's always been. Don't worry about the trials and tribulations and these little small things that they're going through. Everything that you have is there. You're good. I raised you. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. Relax. The same shit my father's been telling me for the last 20 some years. Mm-hmm. Is everything will be fine. Relax. I'm like, okay. But how do you know? Because we've been through worse. So this really hit home for me. And, you know, I'm going to go into story time. So we're not going to do a lot of like therapizing. We're just going to be personal here. Um <laughs> You know, I went to go do that interview, Spence, and you you already know I was scared. And I'm like, there's no, we joked around. And I said, you know, there's no way I don't blow this. 11 hours, I'm, I'm blowing this. And Pops was like, you know, it's probably a bad idea having him go because it was uncomfortable. It was a lot, drive, he was sick, a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you guilted me into coming. I told you you ain't coming. And then I said, oh, wait a minute. And then I switched. And I was like, okay, let's, let's come. Because I figured it would help me regulate to be professional. Just give me a last little bit of coaching up before I go on there. Um, Because I I needed that. And it was at detriment to him. Um, But I needed that. And luckily, one of my boys drove into town and, like, sat with him about five, six hours while I did the interview. Uh, But continual preaching of him, continual preaching of, you know, kind of listening to that Barry Sanders documentary. Mm-hmm. And you act like you've been here before. That was m- instrumental in the way I was acting there. I belong here. You've been through way worse. I said it in one of the interviews. You talk about crisis and like being scared or, you know, how, how do you, you don't even know what real poverty is. You don't even know what having a gun held to your head is. You don't even know what it is to have violent individuals around. You don't know what it is to have the overwhelming pressure to get your education so you can make money to support your family. You don't know what it is for your mother to say, hey, I need you to take care of me when I get older because no one else will because they don't like me. I have to take care of you as well. That pressure is suffocating. So when people ask, you know, how are you in crisis? I'm like, I'm chilling. The shit that I've seen and done, 
I'm good. I remember me being at the bowling alley and a dude walked up on me. Two dudes walked up on me and they put the pistols down in the bowling alley. And they, hey, man, you got something to say? I was talking shit about something and obviously some people heard me. So it was my fault for being disrespectful. But still, I don't know about pulling a, get, a Glock out on me. That's intense. Been in some weird situations many times in my life. And I didn't flinch then. Not going to flinch now. People always ask me, you're so quick in the crisis on calls. You get them in and out. I said, I know how to relax people. I know how to calm people. I know where their minds are at because I've been to the shithole. And I also know that everything will be okay. So I use my father's teachings, like the pop here in the movie. Wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful. And I feel like this is said in a lot of Latino families. Um, I feel like it's said in a lot of black families as well. You know, hey, man, we got a lot of history coming here. You got this. This shit is in your blood. So those of you of color listening, you have a legacy behind you, and don't let people whitewash this and fake you out. You've got a legacy behind you that people don't even fucking understand. So whenever you feel weak or down and out, remember you can pull from generations and generations of some bad-ass people that have been through a lot of mud, a lot of shit. So don't ever really doubt yourself, those of you of color. Don't do it. You got it all that you need. You just got to apply it. Keep working. Don't quit. That's why I like that scene. Because the pops was preaching, and it was love and compassion. And then it was beautiful, too, with all the candles. Mm-hmm. Kind of reminded me of, like, a Gladiator when he's going to his children, his child and his wife, right? It's sad. For folks that have been through grief and have those very influential people in your family, uh, even my mom had wonderful moments, wonderful, wonderful moments of gassing me up in a good way. Um, I remember when she took me to church once and the pastor was like, hey, man, she's like, I need you to meet my son. I need you to pray for my son. She would go to the pastor. I hated it because I'm like, I don't like talking to people. Hmm. And he's like, your son's going to heal a lot of people. I can tell. Now he's probably just blowing smoke trying to get a donation. I don't know. But like, I remember that shit. And I'm like, now I'm doing it. And now me and you are doing this podcast. And we're going to be something one day. We're going to be something one day. Everything's making its way. It might take five years. It might take 10 years. It might take 20 years. But we're going to have some fun. Enjoy the ride. Mm-hmm. We're going to have some fun. Enjoy the ride. And we're going to give a healing to a lot of people and laughter. We're going to make people smile, brother. feels good to hear things like this from movies of color for us of color. Maybe it wasn't the best kind of a letdown, but I'm glad I finished it just for that one scene. Just, just, just for that one scene. That was, that was enough for me. Uh, I cried again watching it here because there's a lot of different emotions, uh, a lot of different emotions. So I'm going to switch it to one more uh, story and then we'll get into the last scene and then we'll have some fun again. Uh, Pops was talking, I think today. I think we were eating uh, food today. I think turkey today. And he goes, can you believe this? And I said, what? He said, my grandpa, your dad, right? his dad, my grandpa, 1940 immigrated. Nothing. Not a pot to piss in. Mm-hmm. He's like, now you're getting ready to be the face of a franchise, which will be the face of the entire conference, which is pretty much the biggest mental health advocate. I'm going to be putting on like some crazy... I'm terrified. I haven't told you yet. I'm fucking terrified. Mm-hmm. I've got the skill, bro, but this is this is going to be intense. Um, and he's like, can you imagine? Like, your grandpa would just never have thought this. This isn't just some random degree. Like, this is intense. And maybe it doesn't happen and I don't get this job. Who cares? Uh, maybe we do the nonprofit thing and we start opening up stuff. The podcast takes off. We have a blast. We get our own studio and we just have a wonderful life until both of us have a magnificent heart attack and die. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> FBI chasing us. <laughs> yeah. Well, me, it's, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm probably just going to be taking a shit and die. Okay. Glad you're going That's... the Elvis way. Yeah. Elvis way. Yeah. Elvis way. I just want to yeah. say real quick is that, Go ahead. you know, if you do get this job and things like that, which I think you will personally, I think I mean, so too. 11 hours, what are you going to do? Um, but 
you say like I, I understand why you're saying like you know you're scared and stuff like that but at the same time i think like you said you've been in situations like you are going to be like like the head of all that stuff and yeah you, know, you are going to be something that's you know never even thought you'd dream of doing oh, i think god right? no. i didn't even think and i was going to college Exactly. And so, you know what, like you said, man, you've had pistols on you. You've been in situations where so you're actually in a situation now where you're going to be telling people how to act and how to be, like you said before, molding people in your image. It's like, how can you, you know, I get, I get what you're saying, you know, some jitters there, but mm-hmm. you're going to kill that shit. There's some pretty big events that got to be put on and you know, I don't know. You know, I'll be fine. I will be fine. Yeah. You're going to be more but, than fine. Yeah. You're I'm going to be, be more than fine. fine. I'm probably going to kill it. Uh, yeah. But the question is, is we'll see, do people accept the different spectrum of me? Will people ex- accept the autism? I assume they will. Even if they don't, you still got to be you. Still, I still got to Well, it looked like they enjoyed it the other day. So I think yeah. we're good, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, and so I think it was cool to hear that. Thank you for the affirmations. Yeah. Um, but for anyone out there, you know, it's a lot of pressure for us folks. Uh, first generation, second generation, uh, Americans, uh, immigrants. You know, I work with a lot of folks that don't got no papers, no documentation, and they got to do the translate. It's cool to see a superhero, even if it is kind of trash. It's cool to see it and to see like us presented in a wonderful way. Very mm-hmm. deep family history, love, compassion. I'm glad he didn't kill the guy at the end, which we'll get to, because mm-hmm. I don't want people to see us as monsters. Yeah. Right? These people that are just murderous and, like, victims. I don't want no one to see us as victims. Mm-hmm. They show a young boy getting educated, struggling, who's still good at heart, loves his family, right? So mm-hmm. there was good moments in it. A lot of bad stuff, but there was actually some really sweet moments. Uh, the tenacity of the grandma when she pulls out a freaking, I don't even know. Gatling those, gun yeah, Gatling gun. That's what it was, a Gatling gun. I'm like, hey, get it, girl. <laughs> I'm a little tractor right now. Shoot hey, hey. Shoot <laughs> uh, grandma, I, I ain't going to say it. You can say it. I ain't saying shit. Hopefully you don't have any lip readers on the yeah. show. Hey. So uh, that was cool. And so I just want to let people know these could be really good scenes for folks that need a little push, a little momentum. Mm-hmm. You know, especially if you have people that have passed, aunts, grandpas, gra- grandmas, whatever. Think about their words. Think about, like, for me, my grandpa and the words that he would say to me, like, hey, man, this is you. I don't know if I told you this, but when I got introduced, they said, hey, how do you want you to, us to introduce you to this massive thing? Mm-hmm. I said, I want you to say Dr. Nazir Zerka. Uh, and then I'll introduce myself with my proper name and pronouns. They said, okay. And she said, any reason why? I said, this is for Grandpa. And she's like, is he listening? I said, trust me, he listens somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then she did it, and I was like, this is cool. This is cool. Uh, so that was cool. Even if nothing happens, that moment, for the heritage, for the story, for the lineage, for the pedigree. It's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, Representation's always good. I mean Representation, brother. Uh and I just mean, how many how many fucking black superheroes have we seen? Not that many, to not, be honest with you. Yep. Not that many. And not that so ma- it's and, nice to have them. And so we've seen even less with, you know, Mexican and Asian. Yep. Even, even um, less. Uh, yeah, and so. think about this. Someone told me this. Can you name any black superheroes without the word black in it? It's tough. Blade. You can. Well, yeah. He was a vampire, like killing and eating people. War machine. War machine. Well, you know, yeah. he's a robot. He ain't even a superhero. He got, he got a guns. Suit. He got a suit. <laughs> he got a white woman, too. <laughs> Hey, to be fair, you know, he, he's also he's also multi uh mi- micro not micro, he's a multi marginalized identity. No, marginalized well he you know, I was gonna say he's disabled, so okay. Well technically he was. He's also a big military guy, you know? Yeah, hey. How many times do you see that? 
the I'm government. A lot. I'm up for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so I'm done doing the soliloqu- soliloquy there. Mm-hmm. As we transition to the villain. The only one reason I want to show the villain is because of the story arc of his trauma uh, of being from this looks like a war-torn place, looks like white folk came in and bombed a bunch of shit, killed his mother as he's a young boy, super traumatic. Yeah. Prior to getting there, too, I was like, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. You got to watch your mom die in front of you? And, and we know that's happening around the mm-hmm. world currently right now. We know that children are being taken and put into forced labor, forced military, forced uh, militant. We know that uh, people are dying currently in these wars uh, and, and children are watching their families die, which you, have you seen it on the news mm-hmm. with Palestinian young men and, and women. It's just a lot of people dying and it's, it's just sad. It doesn't matter who you are, what ethnicity, what religion. It's just sad. Uh, and the people wonder why, I'm not trying to, don't get it twisted here, people, but this type of killing only makes people more infantilized with war, more with, like, vengeance, right? We've seen the story arcs. You know, how do you live a normal life after your family was taken from you? There's no way that the goodness is taken from you, and it, your innocence is taken from you immediately. Uh, and I'm not trying to say anything, I condone anything, I'm just saying... I don't wish that on anyone to watch your family. doesn't matter who you are, die in front of you. Jesus. I don't even know how people live when their family dies or their children die or their sibling dies now in America just from natural causes. Mm-hmm. Uh, right? I work with children all the time, grown grown folks at the at the school. They're like, yeah, my dad died a couple years ago. I'm like, Jesus, kid, you good? No. Uh, but I'm here. So we talk about this scene to understand that folks, these story arcs, these villains, right? They usually have something that goes on. They were good, and then something fucks them up. When this right. one, it was the fucking war machine uh, yeah. uh, or the industrial war complex, and then they take this kid and they force him into these things, and now he's like this trained assassin, and now he's like a robot. Mm-hmm. And the beetle is supposed to kill him and hate him because he technically killed his dad, and he had a heart attack, and then he just killed his uncle, George Lopez. Yeah, I probably want to kill him too. Be honest. You hurt my family, Spence. I know you hurt. They hurt your family. You're gonna go bananas, and you're gonna you're probably gonna black out. And you're not gonna know what's going on. Right. You're not gonna have an AI robot telling you, "Hey, don't do it." You know, the only thing's gonna stop you from doing is imprisonment. Right. Because you're like, "Damn, I'm going to prison. I do this." And I know me. So go ahead. I think, but it's like. Hey everyone, I wanted to give a special shout out to our collaborator, Two Nerds Candle Company. Not only do they have great products, but they are also giving back to a great cause. You can tell that they take a lot of pride in making their candles. My favorite is Spock's Monday Coffee. They are also donating 10% annually to support Women in STEM, which stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, and Mathematics. You can use our code DSP or go to our link tree to get 20% off your entire order. We think that this company is great and we think you will too. So go check them out. Hey, hey, this is your co-host Spencer and I'm bringing you a special message from our collaborator, Silver Dalek Candles. They have great sense to go with great messages, just like best dad ever, true crime and chill, and my personal favorite, when this candle is lit, give me that dick. You can also make your own candle and message that fits you. So go use our link in our link tree to get your order placed with Silver Dollar Candles today. Yes, you know, someone hurts my family, you know. Tough. I'm gonna go off, but at the same time, it's like, if I do that, then it's like, what then? You know what I'm saying? Then I have to live with that for the rest of my life. And they probably wouldn't want me to do that to them anyways. Um, cause they know that then I get hurt at the end of the day, uh, whether it's emotionally, physically, all that stuff. So it's yep. like, you know, it's, it's always a tough question to be asked. It's like, what would it you is. do if something happens? Because it's like, of course, immediately you want to go, like, I would like fuck them up. Right. But at the same time, 
you also have to because you, you're not thinking at that point it's like an emotional thing it's an emotional trigger that's happening and so you well, know said. if you think about it it's like well if what i kill I somebody doing? then i'm going to jail yep um and then i have to spend the rest of my life in prison because of that and then my future my life gets hurt because of that right Yep. Um, and I understand, I, I understand the emotional part of it and I yep. get it, but at the same time, it's also like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to prison because some asshole wanted to do something, some piece of shit. That's, yep. They have to live with that. If they're okay with living that, then that's whatever. I'm not going to fucking, yep. you know, whatever. Yeah. Cause then you ruin your life and then it could ruin the other's life. What if you got kids yeah. and a partner, right? I mean. Yeah. And so the only way, the only real way is some type of accountability and and forgiveness. I, you don't mm-hmm. have to forgive everyone. You can hold mm-hmm. people accountable and also let go of all the vengeance, all, all the like anger and hostility. Um, mm-hmm. There's ways to go about it where it's more appropriate. And so I'm glad, like I said, that he didn't kill the guy because mm-hmm. he gained some empathy in the moment. In the real world, Joe, I think that would have happened with like re- real time, like the dude's a legit military assassin. I don't know if he would have got up and just like hugged it out with homeboy and be like, you know, I'm gonna kill the white lady. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and take care of this. He just gets up. He's just like Latinos. Yeah, he he just gets up and like, nah. I'm like, no. I'm trying to think of something funny. Uh-oh. I don't want no queso in my beans. <laughs> I don't want no queso in my beans. What? <laughs> What does that even mean? A white lady and then we're brown. She's the queso? <laughs> She's the queso. <laughs> In your beans. <laughs> so That's the dumbest this analogy I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> get Spence, get about my beans now. <laughs> Sorry, I accidentally dipped my case in your beans. <laughs> <laughs> you almost died. Uh, hey. <laughs> I'll put it on. Calm down, beans. All right, okay. calm it down. Hey, watch <laughs> now. Um, so. Uh, interesting story arc, compassion, empathy, toxic, toxic emotions, volatility. Uh, it's an interesting world when you get hurt or others get hurt and then how that vengeance can ruin you. I've worked with so many clients where they're so angry about what life could have been if they had this choice or that choice. Sometimes the anger will even lead them into like existential doom and like suicidality because they're like, what's the point of trying? Anger is so consuming that they can't even be happy ever. Mm-hmm. I told one person racing, I'm like, bro, you you need to just chill the fuck out, bro. Like, mm-hmm. You've got a pretty good life. You you're living it up right now. You have no idea, you know. But it could be good. It could be even better. And I'm like, mm, well, you're gonna have to work for it now. So, yeah. um, you're not those people. You're not gonna be super 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 rich and lucky and have all these opportunities that others. It just is. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't want to say this, but like people got it way fucking worse, bro. Uh, we need to be a little grateful for some of the things that we got. Um, be okay being a medium. It's okay. All right. Yeah, you're still in America. You're still it's okay in college. Being in the middle of life, you don't have to. Hey, be, you know, comfortable. You're safe. You're fat and happy. Like you know, it's fine. Yeah. Um, but hey, emotions they can get the best of you, man. Uh. Empathy is usually a good way to go. It reminds me a lot of people that, you know, are victims of certain things. They're like, hey, man, you want the death penalty for this person, you know? And it's tough. Uh, that shit, you know, does killing the other person make things better? No, we see it in a lot of movies mm-hmm. and TV shows. We're like, hey, are you going to feel better from this? No, probably not, because now I got to live with the shit. Uh, you know, it messes you up. Two right, no, two wrongs don't make a right. Isn't that how it goes, yeah. Spence? Yeah. yeah. Two wrongs don't make a right. So I like that that. For the movie. I think Spence said it well, too. You know, now you're messing up even your future, your life, your family. And now you are the monster that you hated. You hated the monster that did something, and now you've become the monster. Mm-hmm. I get wanting people to be accountable. It gets convoluted. I get it, folks. All I'm mm-hmm. saying is, is difficult. And I love that he didn't kill the guy, but it, he wanted to. And it was yeah. the suit that stopped him. Mm-hmm. 
So maybe what in our life is the suit? Is it, you know, your family? Is it God? Is it, right. is it your love and empathy? Is it compassion? Is it, you know, your children that be like, hey, man, maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe I shouldn't get in this bar fight. Or maybe I saw someone just get slapped around. Or maybe I saw something inappropriate. Maybe I shouldn't, like, intervene and be super violent. I don't, things happen. I remember one time I was in a pub, and I'll end with this. And uh, with Joe, you you met tall Joe. Wait a minute. Colin met tall. Yeah, you know tall Joe. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. And we was at a pub, and there was some stuff going on. There was like a full-on fight, which is, and these dudes was like were like slapping up this lady, and I was like, I started walking forward, mm-hmm. and Joe just like stopped me. He's like, "Wait a minute, bro, you you are not the one to get involved in this. For mm-hmm. one, remember who you are, remember how large you are, and remember your temper. Right. You need to sit this one out." He's like, "Other people will handle it. Other security guards will come in," and I'm like, "Okay." Mm-hmm. I tell you, Spence, I literally think it was a miracle that day. If not for him literally holding my shoulder, who mm-hmm. knows? Because yeah. then the officers came in there, and the, you see my big self trying to help someone. Maybe I look like the person, the persecutor, like the violent. I don't know. Yeah. That will always be stuck on my head, him grabbing my shoulder. Mm-hmm. Life is scary, man. Moments. Moments. Moments, moments, moments. Uh, you never know. Move a little to the left here, you know, move a little to the right there. It's like Al Pacino said in any given Sunday, the game of inches. Mm-hmm. Six inches, 12 inches, the few inches in front of your face. Uh, mm-hmm. So, movie, it is what it is. You know, you get your food, you lay down, you get your, your queso and your beans, and you just have a good time, and you, you shut up and watch it. You just always got to watch out for those 12 inches in your face. Lance? I can't believe you said that. I can't believe you said 6 to 12 inches in your face. Hey, he said something about the inches in your face. The 6 inches in your face. Hey, he said Al Pacino. If Al Pacino said it, it's not gay. You just and you said it so seriously, like six, 12 inches in your face, just any given Sunday. <laughs> Shut the fuck <laughs> Lance? Lance. <laughs> you thinking of, when you was making the song, <laughs> I Love the Pussy, were you thinking about dangling your dice on Lance's forehead? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yes. yes hey, I was. Well, I guess on that, Spence, unless you got some uh some tepatio to put on this, I think we're gonna <laughs> end it on the six inches. Oh my god. It's usually how it ends, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's quick and easy. Well, our relationships end that way. Um so no, uh thank you everybody for watching. Uh shout out to all of our great collaborators. Uh yeah. that includes Bub's Naturals, Cure Hydration, Pinfinity. Silver Dollar Candle, Two Nerds Candle Company, Cat and Raven Company, and also Toink Toys. You can get up to 20% off if you use the code DSP or DSP20, or by going to the link down below in the description. So go check them out. They have a lot of great stuff. Um, And also, it helps us out for the pod. Um, So we get a percentage off or percentage from whatever you buy. So please go buy some stuff um, and help us out. So with that, this is the Different Spectrums Podcast. I'm Spencer. That's Nas. Bye. Bye. And remember, folks, take care of yourselves. Or don't. It's up to you. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. You said twice, it's three times, you jackass. No, no, I said it once earlier. Yeah, but no, you have to say, you can't just like stop talking and then, that's fine. All right, just So you have to say it three times in a row? You just can't. It's over. Okay. Beetlejuice.